Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, May 21st, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Jin. We'll be right back. Hello, Emily. Hi, Jian. How are you doing? Good. Always happy to see you. It reminds me the weekend is coming. Ditto. Well, <laughs> the weekend is here. And today is, did you know, Married Couples Day here in Korea. Now, I thought every day was Married Couples Day. <laughs> but I guess the Korean government felt that even the wedding anniversary wasn't enough. Yeah, well, I did hear about it briefly. It is a very relatively new holiday. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, designated only nine years ago in 2007. So it's not widely celebrated yet. And I think some people know about it, but they kind of forget right. which date it is. But there are various special events and festivals held for this specific day, and mostly they are hosted by regional governments. Mm-hmm. Now, the day itself is designed not only to celebrate marriage in general, but to encourage couples to intentionally think about their own marriages and their spouses. So maybe it's not really meant to be a big hoopla Mm -hmm. anyway. Maybe it's uh, supposed to be spent, you know, just the couples uh, on their own. But do you have any plans for this day, Emily? Well, I had forgotten, Mm -hmm. again, (laughs) that it is Married Couples Day. Uh But now, because of our reminder, I think uh, I would like to just uh, do some casual stuff, like you mentioned, you know, go for a walk by the Han River and hold hands and just, you know, look into each other's eyes, remember why you decided to get married. Right, because you don't (laughs) do that every day anymore. (laughs) Well, still newly married. Right, exactly. (laughs) Well, here's another cute fact about this day, though. It's celebrated every year on May 21st, and the meaning behind this date is hoping that two will become one, as in 21, in the family month of May. But I think it actually makes even more sense in English, as in May to become Mm -hmm. one. Well, happy Married Couples Day to all of you out there and you, Emily. Oh, thank you. Well, we mentioned this briefly last week as well, but we've got a brand new Soul Calling Corner beginning next week. That's right. Starting Monday, May 23rd, Emily will be hosting Soul Calling's Monday Corner titled Tales of Korea's World Heritage for the next 12 weeks. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to learning all about these world heritages in Korea myself. And of course, I'm excited to share all the interesting tales related to these heritages. So I hope our listeners will enjoy it as well. I can't wait to hear it myself. (laughs) And of course, a brand new special website is waiting to be opened as well. And last but not least, some of you may have already seen the poster on our Facebook page, but the third annual KBS World Radio Korean Language Video Contest will begin very soon. Yeah, for those of you who may not know, this annual video contest is for all the non-Korean Korean language lovers Mm -hmm. out there. And the application period will begin on June 8th. So brush up on your Korean and get ready to win your chance to a trip to Korea. How fantastic would that be? Mm -hmm. So more information is coming your way. So stay tuned to our programs and also our upcoming special website. So those were our bulletin items of the day. We'll take a quick break now. But when we come back, we'll share with you this week's listeners' letters, messages, recession reports, and more. So don't go away.
You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up, emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners. And we're going to share some of those with you on this program. First, we want to share with you a little bit of a belated but beautiful Easter card we received from our listener, Miss Marlene Sherburn from Massachusetts, U.S. She wrote, Dear friends at KBS, I have not written to you in some time and wanted to send this card. For one reason is to let you know I am thinking and listening to your broadcasts often on the computer, which I have only had for a short time. So many radio stations are, sad to say, leaving short way for the Internet. As long as I can and still listen to my friends overseas, I will have a computer. Also, I wanted to tell you I am not receiving any mail from you. I do not know what the problem is, but I want to fix it on my end. I know you received my mail as I heard you say my name on Listener's Lounge, a program which I very much enjoy. I am glad you got my Christmas card, etc. Please let me know if you get this and if possible, send me a letter or a schedule. I want to find out if I get it in the mail. I hope so. I was thrilled to hear my name on the program. I want to be a long-time listener and friend. Thank you for your help. Take care, Marlene. Well, it's great to hear from you, Marlene, and thank you so much for the lovely card. We normally send our QSLs to shortwave listeners who request them after sending us their reception reports, but we will make sure to send you a schedule, and we hope you get it. So just to be clear, if you didn't send us a reception report, we may not have sent something out to you unless you specifically did request something, but we will send you a schedule this time. And we actually received a number of reception reports from the United States in the past week, and surprisingly, most of them were wonderful news. Mm-hmm. So let's start with a typed-up letter that we received in the mail from listener John P. Cooper from Pennsylvania, U.S. He tuned into us on May 4th between 13.07 and 13.45 hours UTC on 15.575 megahertz. And here is the wonderful news. The simple was five across the board. That's right. That is indeed fantastic news. I think personally, this is the first time I heard that 15.575 megahertz was heard loud and clear yeah. with the simple rating of five across the board, no less. Now, so John was using a WRG33DDC Excalibur Pro receiver with the Wellbrook ALA1530S plus Imperium antenna. And uh, he also listed a gap inline voice enhancer module as an accessory he used to monitor the Broadcast. He gave us a very detailed account of the programs he heard, clearly showing that he heard us clearly, <laughs> including soul calling and drama lines, and also wrote, In closing, I really enjoyed listening to KBS World Radio. The English program is very dynamic and interesting with the good selection of stories about all facets of Korea. This is the type of programming that is needed for one to gain insight and understanding into another country's culture, norms, and desires. I like to talk about the Lotus Lantern Festival. The music that was played was very good, too. I like to talk about the tourist attractions that are available. Although I stopped logging at 13.45 hours UTC, I continued to listen to the program because it was very interesting. Mm, Well, thank you very much, John, for your kind words and also the detailed report. John requested a QSL card and also a desktop calendar. But unfortunately, John, we did run out of those quite a while ago. Our desktop calendars are very popular. And uh, a lot of our listeners actually uh, 
made a request for them a good few months before mm-hmm. the new year started. So you have to get in there early. And if you're interested, please let us know around September, October this year, and we will try to send you a 2017 calendar. It's a while away, but try to remember. Your QSL, of course, will be on its way as soon as possible. And uh, also, thank you for the Pennsylvania postcard and your station cards. They will all be going into our display case here at KBS World Radio Studios. That's right. And another wonderful news about the frequency came to us from listener Joseph Pasenka of Indiana, U.S. Joseph left us an online recession report for May 12th, although I think he actually meant Saturday the 14th mm-hmm. when he tuned into 15.575 megahertz from 1300 to 1400 hours UTC using a Drake RAB receiver with a 19 meter long sloper antenna. He rated the Simpo 35444, so the signal wasn't super strong, but overall the listening condition was good. While Joseph said touch base in Seoul, the interview on various investments with Tim Che was extremely good. KBS Listeners Lounge, ah, my favorite. I enjoyed hearing about the latest happenings and listeners' letters, and a big thanks for the song. It did cheer me up on this cool, cloudy morning. Kevin's DX tips was a welcomed sound, as it always is. Time to close. Best wishes, Joe. So based on his accounts, he must have tuned into us on May 14th, not 12th, like Gian just mentioned, since Touch Base in Seoul and uh, Listener's Lounge are both our Saturday shows. So regardless, thank you very much, Joe, for your report. And again, it's great to hear that 15.575 megahertz was audible. Right, but unfortunately, that wasn't exactly the case for our monitor, Russell Summers, also in Indiana, U.S. We read his report on air last week, too, but the listening conditions don't seem to have improved much for him on Mm -hmm. the same frequency. Russell's latest online recession report were for our 1300-hours UTC broadcast on 15.575 megahertz on May 14th and the 15th. He rated the simple 15341 and 24432 on these two days, respectively, using a Yacht Boy YB400PE receiver with a telescopic antenna. Now, it's especially disappointing to hear this now that we know on the same day, on May 14th, Joseph could hear us relatively clearly, and they're in the same state. So we hope the listening conditions will improve for you soon, too. Thank you, Russell. Now, moving on to another one of our monitors, listener Nick Sharp from Middlesex, England, wrote us a number of emails dated May 13th through the 16th. We were wondering why we haven't heard from you in a while, so it's good to hear from you because... We are very sad to hear that you had been on well for the past few months. And of course, it's great to hear from you again. And we hope that you're feeling all better now. Now, as for the reception logs, Nick listened to us on those four days between 22 and 2300 hours UTC and 11.810 megahertz using a Yesu Musen FRG H800 receiver with an external 15 meter L-shaped long wire antenna two meters above the ground he also listened with a he also listed Yesu Musen FRT 7700 aerial tuning unit as additional equipment that he used on May 13th, he rated the Simpo 34333 and wrote that reception was much better than it has been from earlier this year with little in the way of interference, but noted that a moderate amount of noise with uh, selective fading did affect the overall reception there. 
No reception was possible on the next day, and he gave the transmission a simpa of one across the board. But things looked much better for May 15th when the simpa was four across the board. He also wrote, "What a difference day! Uh, what a difference a day makes with a very good recession today. Signal strength was at an all-time high of 20 decibels over S9 with no interference, but there was some noise and slight fading." He gave another four across the board simpa rating for the six. And wrote, I can hardly believe uh, that reception was even better than yesterday with the same signal strength at an all-time high of 20 decibels over S9 with no interference and this time even lower noise and fading. I am so pleased and surely you too are that reception of the direct transmissions is now possible at this time. Well, we certainly are, and it's not every day that we get any good news for 15.575 megahertz or even 11.810 megahertz. But we both we got both today, which is a great start to our Saturday. So hopefully, such great conditions will continue for a long time from now on. And thank you again, Nick. And we really hope that you get well soon. In one of his emails, Nick actually said, "Sorry to see the native Korean singer." Didn't win the didn't win for Australia in the Eurovision Song Contest. Now the Eurovision gets very little media coverage in Korea, but we do know what you're talking about. And of course, being from Ireland, I have spent my childhood <laughs> watching the Eurovision Song Contest. Now it's Dami Im, the winner of the X Factor Australia back in 2013, that Nick is talking about, and she didn't get first place in the Eurovision Song Contest, as Nick mentioned. But she was a runner-up, and that is amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's amazing to get through to the final round anyway. It's a very tough competition. We're going to take a look at another snail mail next. This one is from our loyal listener, Miko Kohara of Osaka, Japan. He tuned into KBS World Radio on April 21st from 7.58 to 8.50 hours UTC at 9.570 megahertz using an ICOM ICR75 receiver with a 1.6 meter rod type antenna. At the start of the transmission, Mikio rated the Simpo 45444, but later he rated it 32332. That was from around 844 hours UTC and on. He noted interferences and jamming from this point on and added that he stopped listening around 8.50 hours because of the noisy condition. He also wrote, I was able to enjoy the latest Korean news and topics. Here in Osaka, the warm climate of spring has come and it is a beautiful season of fresh green. There has been a series of earthquakes at the centre of Japan's Kumamoto prefecture since April 14th. Aid products and messages of support have come here from the Korean people. I am very grateful. I will continue to listen to KBS World Radio. Thank you for your service. I just realized that this letter is exactly a month old and also that it's been over a month since wow. the devastating earthquakes. Time flies. Yeah, it really goes quick. Uh, we don't hear much about Kumamoto in the news anymore, but I hope that's a good mm-hmm. sign that life has gone back to the norm for most people there. Thank you for your detailed report, Mikio, as usual. And speaking of Japan and earthquake, we also received a batch of letters from our loyal listener, Fumito Hokamura of Fukuoka, Japan, which is close to Kumamoto. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some letters 
letters dated in March, but we'll just share the latest one on air dated April 23rd. On this day, Fumito tuned in to us at 9.570 megahertz from 0800 to 0900 hours UTC using a DE1103 receiver. He heard the news, touch base in Seoul and Listener's Lounge on which show he also heard us reading his report. Uh, the simpo started out at 45333 but later fell to 33232. He also wrote, Dear sirs, have you been? I have about 300 KBS verification cards now. Thank you very much. Wow, 300 KBS verification cards. I have not even seen, probably I've seen 15 or 20 different ones since <laughs> I started working here. So that is very impressive. But actually not that surprising because you do send us a lot of reports. So that is why we were quite worried, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we hadn't gotten letters from you for a while after those earthquakes. We always appreciate your letters and we hope we'll be receiving them from you for a very long time, Fumito. Thank you again and we'll be sending you some more QSLs to add to your collection soon. And if you have time, Maybe you could uh, send us a photograph of some of the older ones that you have mm-hmm. so that we could share them. Probably even uh, most of the staff here in the English service won't have seen any from more than five years ago. So right. it'll be really interesting. And now let's move on to our weekly DX report with Kevin O'Donovan. Hi there, listeners. This is Kevin from over here in New Mexico, USA, back again with this week's listening tips. For those of you who missed listening to Radio Canada International on shortwave, there is some good news to share. Shortwave service from Germany since a little over a month ago has been relaying their English and French broadcast. It currently appears that the popular program, The Link, airs on Sundays from 14 hours to 1430 on 6.005 MHz, with the French program airing on Saturdays from 14 hours to 1445, also on 6.005 MHz. If you live in Europe, you might have a greater chance of hearing this relay as opposed to from other continents, since this station uses only one kilowatt. The same station also relays the voice of Mongolia English programs, for example, from 1930 to 20 hours UTC on 3.985 MHz, and Monday through Saturday on 1130 to 12 hours UTC on 6.005 MHz as well as Sundays through Fridays from 14 hours to 1430 UTC on 7.310 MHz. And for a detailed schedule, you can visit the station's website, shortwaveservice.com. If you love Latin American music, especially some classic Cuban, the program from the Isle of Music continues to provide some great music. If you have a chance, tune into WBCQ Tuesdays at 0 hours UTC or 8 p.m. Eastern Time Mondays on 7.490 MHz. Also the German-based Channel 292 Tuesdays at 19 hours UTC or 21 hours Central European Time on 6.070 MHz. WBCQ The Planet also streams on the internet. Simply open the TuneIn Radio app and search for WBCQ The Planet. This program updates their Facebook page on a regular basis with upcoming show highlights. And you just search for From the Isle of Music in the Facebook search. For fans of the World Radio TV Handbook, just this past week they posted a supplement to the current edition. This includes the A16 schedule updates for international broadcasters. You can access this by visiting WRTH.com 
and on the left side, click Latest PDF Updates, and then click International Updates. This is useful as many stations listed in the book edition printed in January have changed their schedules, and some new stations are highlighted. And finally, here's the propagation forecast from the U.S. Space Weather Prediction Center. Solar activity is expected to be at very low to low levels from now through June 11th. Geomagnetic field activity is expected to be at storm levels on May 29th and from June 4th to the 5th. And that's all for this week's show. I'll be back next month with more radio-related news. And until next time, everyone, send me threes and take care. Well, that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Ji-eun. Thank you for joining us. We'll be closing with a song called Dream Girls by I.O.I. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.